Welcome to the Coach Speak Podcast, presented by Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Steve Medford, the show where we talk coaching with some of the best in the business. In this episode, Bill Roseberry sits down with Alton American Legion Post 126 manager, Doug Booten. This episode of Coach Speak starts in 20 seconds. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Steve Medford, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 498-8523. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. All right, we're back in Alton at the WBGZ Studios for another edition of Coach Speak. This time we're going to do a little Alton Legion Baseball with Post 126 manager Doug Booten in studio. Doug, thanks for joining the program. Thank you for having me, Bill. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know. You know, we've talked about. I know you. You. Uh, you messaged me a while back. You loved the episode that I did with with Tim Stunkel, where we kind of did the honored the memory of Ken Shockey. You know, after he had passed, and you know, we talked a little bit. I know with the season just getting over, I wanted to have you in and kind of talk about everything. You guys had a had a great year, uh, twenty win season. You get to get to state and not quite enough to get through there but I mean just talk about the season a little bit um <clears throat> had a real good season like like you said 20 wins uh you know won a district tournament finished second in the fifth division uh to a really good team Haviston um run into them again in the state tournament and they sent us home um it, it was a really good season had a great group of kids um really fun yeah, just uh, talk about, I mean, I know um, uh, you had, like, Luke Parmentier from Bethalto, a Civic Memorial was a standout for you this year. You had Nick Williams from there, uh, um, Spencer Sladen from, from Wood River. So you had a few guys. Talk about where all the guys were from that were on the in the program this year because I know it's really getting spread out when we're talking Legion baseball. Yeah, it is. It wasn't as spread out this year as it, it has been. Um, but we had several kids from Alton. Uh, I think we had five total from Bethalto, some graduating seniors or fre- college freshmen coming back. Right, okay. Um, we had three kids from uh, whatever. We had Seth Sladen. Seth Sladen, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Robinson and uh, Lucas Moore. And then we had John Webb from Roxana. He was our only kid from Roxana. I'm I'm turning into Porter. I'm getting old. He used to do that. He'd write somebody's name in a story, and and he, I'd get a call. And it, it sometimes it was the kid's grandpa. I wasn't even their dad. That's how long he'd been doing it. <laughs> or I'd catch it when I was reading it. I'd be like, "What are you doing?" You know, older brothers. He's he was naming everybody in the family and stuck the right kids sometimes. Easy to do with the Slaytons. They're obviously <laughs> yeah. both you know been in right. been in the media with athletics and stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm starting to get bad like that too. I got to think. I've called people by the wrong name before. It, when I was talking to them, even when I was still doing the paper stuff. So you know that's just I guess uh, part of being around as long as you have been. So. Um, no, I was I was trying to figure out how long have you been managing post one twenty six now. So Dennis stepped down after the twenty nineteen season. Okay. Um, what what an opportune time to leave. Yeah. Right before COVID. Right. Um, so uh, myself and Chris Ford have actually kind of uh, did things since okay. then. Um, twenty twenty was a challenge. I <laughs> I even say that twenty one was worse because for American Legion baseball. Because IHSA, the way they pushed all their sports together and run them all into spring. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we, we got a late start. Uh, a lot of American Legion teams 
didn't participate because obviously you have some high school coaches that do Legion baseball. Right. Um, and then with Illinois being shut down until June 26th, um, the teams from the central part of the state didn't have anywhere to play. We were fortunate. Uh, we could cross the river and play. Yeah. And then we finished our season, you know, in Illinois, out at the hop at Gordon Moore. And um, so this year was really the first normal season since Dennis left. Yeah. It, it, were you coaching Junior Legion and Senior Legion? Is that right? Or managing both? Um, yeah. The first year in 2020, myself and Chris did both. We realized real quick that <laughs> it was a disservice to the kids because we could not be two places at once. Right. Um, so we brought some people on to help us. Um, and then we, the last two years, we've stuck with the seniors. Okay. Yeah, and just, just talk about this year. Obviously, you guys won the um, District 22, and then you were second at the 5th Division. And then, like we said, which – Earned you a spot at state because Aviston hosted. Correct. Um, so the host team gets an automatic bid. And then you go down there and you, you, you don't pull it through. And I know District 22 this year, there's only three teams left. Is that right? You guys? It was Alton, Troy, and Highland? Correct. And and uh, so it's, I mean, just talk about where this is at. and uh, Again, I think this we're still feeling the effects of what COVID has did to probably all sports, but Right. You know, at least I can see it from the American Legion side. Um, you know, we're about half the teams we had in 2019 as far as the state goes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's We're fortunate because of our location. We can cross the river. Missouri's still pretty strong. I mean, they've got nine or ten teams in District 4, nine and ten and five, and hmm. um, we're able to go across there and, and play. And, and we even travel as far as, you know, Washington, Missouri, Wow, Kent Getze down there. It's an hour and fifteen minutes. Not bad. He he's got a real good program. Competitive. We like to go down there and play. He used that's a, who helped get you guys going in twenty twenty. Yeah. Right? If was if Kent it wasn't Getze. for Kent, I'm not sure we would have played. Um, actually, got a phone call from Dennis and said, "Hey, Kent called me and he's going to do this COVID league. What are you going to do?" And uh, we were still waiting for uh, Illinois to make a decision whether they were going to mm-hmm. have anything or not. And he he said, "Got an opportunity to go," and he was right. So we. We didn't even wait around for Illinois. We decided we were going to jump into it, and two, three days later, they pulled the plug in Illinois. And, you know, we played, uh, I don't know, 20, 25 games that summer. Wow. Um, yeah, it was uh, – Nobody else was getting that. But. Yeah, um, it was It was uh, difficult. It was a fun summer. Um, it was um, – I don't know if disappointing is the right word, but we really had a good group of kids. That yeah. that even the kids thought some of them been together for years, and they wanted to. They thought we could make a run, you know, and and win a state title, and it was taken away from them. Yeah, it was un, un, unfortunate what happened with all that. I mean, it was a lot of a lot of athletes over those couple of years. You know, were were put in bad situations, and it's it's hurt some of the programs. I know. You know, we've been talking like numbers for. For football, for, for sure. Yeah. I mean, have been down the last couple of years and made it made it difficult. So I think, you know, Nick Dar and I were just talking about that off air a little bit. You know, about the fact that we think that's why you've seen some coaching turnover at the high school level a, a lot over the last year or two. You know, is like, you know, it was just so taxing on some of these guys. You know, I mean, I don't know if that's the only reasons, but you know, it's just having to come back and now rebuild a program and 
go through, you know, after what you've gone through the last couple of years dealing with everything, it was just, you know, it's a lot on, on people. So, yeah, I, I can really see it. I mean, uh, it was difficult, but it's kind of my first year on my own. You know, right. I helped Dennis for four or five, six years. Yeah. Um, so it's been easier since then, but, um, you know, man, it's just, it's everything, you know, now you've got an umpire shortage and, mm-hmm. um, number of teams and you, I can understand where coaches in other sports, they, they fight the same thing we do. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I've, you kind of get tired of it and decide to move on and, right. you know, spend more time with your family or pick up another hobby or mm-hmm. something. And, um, it's been a tough few years. Talk talk about what got you into to baseball. I, I mean, I know you you were coaching Legion, but before that, you were also an assistant at, at East Alton Wood River High when Gage, your son, was playing there too. So, just kind of talk about what you got, what got you into coaching baseball. Um, my father, okay. um, he was um, inspiration to me. Um, loved the game. He would rather go sit and watch an American Legion baseball game than a Cardinal game. Wow. And so a sport that I loved as a kid, I drifted away from. I got into racing motocross. Um, Had an opportunity to do that, kind of got away from baseball. But as I got older, he still enjoyed it. I I enjoyed going to the games with him um, and brought my son when he was young and even my daughter. I have twins. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 She played softball for Dana. Yeah. Also, right. And so they enjoyed it, you know, going out to the hop and watching. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just pure. Um, the kids play for the love of the game. Um, mm-hmm. So my dad brought me into it, and then obviously when my son got old enough to play, played a little recreation ball, and I thought we need some more competition. And Dana had a program at the high school that he got some of the girls to play a little better competition, so Kate went that route. Mm-hmm. And I took Gage and went another route and spread thin because I was trying to help both. Right. Um, and And then – you know, he got old enough to play Legion ball, and um, and I'd known Dennis for years because of my dad. Um, he let us practice at his facility out on uh, <clears throat> Humbert Road, the old Godfrey Hardwoods. Yeah, and, and uh, right. So you know, kind of pushed him that direction, and and Gage will even tell you today, his best coach he ever had was Dennis Shar. Yeah, what do you learn from a guy like? Dennis. I mean, he's been around the game for so long, and, and, and I mean, other guys in Legion too. I mean, you know, even a little bit with with Ken Shockey, or or even you know, I know he's he's up there, but even Wayne Wirtz. I mean, with the, the time he's put in. I mean, but just talk, you know, specifically Dennis. You were around the most, but just talk about maybe what you learned um, about coaching. You know, I, I learned a lot about the game as a coach, being a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, give him credit for a lot of this and Chris will do the same thing. We, we, we learned a lot from Dennis just about how to coach a game. I mean, it, the game's the same, whether you're five or 25 playing in the big leagues, but, um, just, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta have your pitchers ready. You know, you can't react. You, you always gotta have a plan and be ready. Yeah. If you react to something, it's too late. Um, that's probably the biggest thing I learned from him. Um, but, one of the things I'd like to mention about Legion Baseball is you go to these communities, Baldwin, Missouri, Highland, Illinois, yeah. even Belleville a few years back. Um, you know, I could name several more, but you get to get to know these coaches and and it's, you know, the community and they welcome they welcome us. You know, we've been places they barbecued for us. Um, right. Just kind of a fun atmosphere. 
And um, the, I mean, just the tradition, it, it's it's almost like, you know, it's that old, uh, you know, America, apple pie, and baseball mentality. You exactly. Know? I mean, you know, you're going to, you, you know, when, when Stunk, Stunkle was in here, you know, Tim and I were talking, and, you know, Kenny was always big about, you know, you're going to respect the, the flag, and you're going to respect all that, or you're not going to play, you know, and that's part of Legion baseball. It's it's teaching you a lot of other aspects of it than just just the game of baseball too it's it really does i mean you know we we've played a lot the last few years and these kids that come in some of them don't understand where legion baseball came from right you know they don't know why it was developed we try to teach them that um you know you you stand on the line you know you do the sports the code of sportsmanship yeah and you know and then then you obviously play they play the national anthem but you know when you go to these district tournaments and the fifth division tournaments and the state tournament, that's done before every game. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and I think these kids, they get a sense of, you know, they're playing for their community, but they, mm-hmm. they can remember back then why we're doing this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's it's um, it's kind of different. I mean, there's a lot of travel ball out there today, and, and they do a lot of things real well, obviously. They've taken teams from us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things about American Legion Baseball is, you know, your community comes together. You exactly. know, there's there's a lot of good baseball players in this in this area. You know, from Alton to Edwardsville to Jerseyville down to Valmire, and you know, these kids need to come together as a group. It, you know, when they play together as kids, and then they split up mm-hmm. to play travel ball, but come together as a group, a community again, and there's enough talent they could make a run. It'd be nice to see. You know, when I was first coming in to the paper uh, at the. Edwardsville Intelligencer about I think 2008 would have been my first summer and I'd been around Legion Ball before that working for the Bluff City Bombers and watching you know post 99 and post 126 go at it while I was getting ready for you know I mentioned that to to I think Brett Huff when I had him on recently you know uh watching Danny Jackson and Pat Gibson hitting bombs out of you know the hop you know over the fence you know on nights when i'm preparing for a upcoming bombers game or something and the players are even like wow look at these guys the bombers players the college guys you know but uh you know you had you know bethalto had their team and there was there was wood river and everybody had their own legion teams and it it's come down to now where i mean was it what we just talked about you know um, three teams right right district 22 three teams you know and that's that's crazy to me, you know. And at post one ninety nine, not even having a team anymore. I mean, uh, did you have anybody, any of the boys from Edwardsville on the team at all? No, not one. Wow, um, a, a program that won a national title. You know, I mean, it's don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know Ken coached for decades, and then his dad before that, right? And um, I don't understand how that just goes away. You know, I mean, well, I won't talk about it, but I know how it went away. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing. I don't. I think it's a combination of there's just as not not as many kids playing anymore. That's true. And I too. think that's all sports. Um, but for a town that size to not, it's just it bewilders me. You, you know, and and to think that Post One Twenty Six has to reach out to, you know. Bethalto, East Alton, whatever, Roxana. And I'm glad we have that opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it 
it's just way different than it was 20 years ago when I was sitting out there with my dad. Yeah. Just, yeah, just and, way different. Yeah. And, um, you know, talk about what, what do you think it's been about post-126 that's been able to continue to excel? Um, well, obviously, Dennis was a big part of that. And then, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know if he, he turned it over to me or <laughs> I had sucker written on my forehead or something, myself and Chris. But, you know, we enjoy it. Um, we work hard. You know, we work right. in the off season with these kids. And, you know, I, I, I can't go without saying, you know, you know, these local high schools have helped us out. Um, if they didn't push kids our way, we wouldn't be here either. Okay. Um, and, and you talked about just three teams and, you know, Highlands dwindled down to, they had 11 or 12 kids this year. I'm really, conce- really concerned about that program. Uh, you know, and Wayne just went into the St. Louis sports hall, hall of fame, fame on the Illinois side, you know, for what he's yeah. done down there, you know, and what he's done for, for Legion baseball and specifically Highland. And now the program's gonna, he, yeah, he, yeah. the things he's done for American Legion baseball are just, I mean, unbelievable. Um, and somebody needs to take that role over as he's getting up there in age. And mm-hmm. uh, I think until that happens, I, I don't know what's going to happen over there. I, it's it's concerning to me. They've always been a big rival, a good rival. Right. Yeah. You know, fun. So. I mean, you know, we beat each other out in tournaments and district, you know, fifth division, everything. But um, it, it was always a, a fun competition. But as far as Alton goes, I mean – with that said, you know, Troy brought a team in. They didn't have a whole lot of kids. It was Father McGivney's basically summer program. Okay. Um, okay. They'd had a team before, but it had gone away for a while. Was this the first time it had come back in a while, Troy? Yeah, they had a team in um, – it was – it had been a couple years at right. least. I, I think they actually played in 20. Okay. They did uh, the summer of COVID when American Legion season was canceled. Okay. And they might have had a team a year or two before that. Um, but we've had a lot of kids, a lot of interest. Um, we're going to have tryouts slash workouts here coming up on the 21st and the 28th. And, and we had a lot of kids there last year, more than it was the year before. And I'm hoping the same thing that, uh, in a couple of weeks. And you guys um, you guys have a lot coming back next year too, don't you? We as do. As far as yeah. you know, what you had this year. Yeah, I think um, – we got about six or seven kids that won't be able to come back. Um, obviously, they were key. Uh, when you talk about Parmentier, mm-hmm. Andy Winicky, even uh, Heflin from Mathalto, um, you know they were they were key on this team. So so we got other kids are going to have to step up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Parmentier. I mean, he's going to Parkland. He's going to go play for uh, um, Anthony Silkwood up there. So that's a great program. So great, very very good program. He's really excited about going. Um, he can swing it. He he yeah. really can. Um, and he you know, what a what a great kid and a great family. Yeah, I had I had him and uh, uh, and Mike in here whenever um, he was right after he got named All State wide receiver after football, and we we were talking. And at that point, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. And his dad said at that time, right now it's probably football, but. After baseball season, it'll be baseball, you know. And, yeah, so, you know, I was kind of wondering what he was going to do, but, uh, yeah. I think he made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you said, good program in Parkland. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I had Anthony on with Joe right after he got that job. And, you know, he's just like his dad. You know, he's a he's a passionate guy, and he'll be, a, you know, charismatic, and he'll be able to to um, really get those guys fired up, I think, once they get up there. I agree. Yeah, he will. And you know, I mean, you know how his dad is. You know, you work down there at the in East Alton there for the I've, water district. So they're my know. neighbors. Yeah, oh, L- literally yeah. right next door. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. I watched Anthony grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, man, his 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 story is crazy. The way it went up and down. I mean, his baseball story is is really he really endured a lot yeah. you know going really, back, it, a lot of adversity in that it story, really was yeah. you know it you know and he'll talk about his high school and you know how he threw away an opportunity but then got a second chance after the marines and you know it was exciting to see him and then then he had elbow problems and you know the kid never gave up and and, and i think his desire was to coach and now he's he's you know at parkland and and uh, i'm sure he'll continue uh, great things up there. What, um, as far as uh, the future for post one twenty six, anything else? I know, like you said, next year you got a lot of uh, guys coming back. But uh, what are your plans to keep these numbers up long term and keep, you know, the, um, you know, the buzz around Alton post one twenty six moving forward? Well, fortunately, um, you know, we we the media does a good job. You know, the big Z here. Uh, the Telegraph, Vantage News, um, all of them. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'm sure I did. Um, they they've did a really good job of covering us, um, and that's one asset that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Highland gets a lot of publicity too, right? Um, and that's something we need. You know, the people need to read about us to know about us. Um, but to keep it going, you know, we've got to work with the high school coaches. Yeah. Um, and and so far they've all been really good to work with. They've been pushing people to us. Um, we had a few Marquette kids come on this year. Okay, um, they've kind of been limited in the in the last few years, and um, I think we're going to see more. Um, okay, had some conversation with with Tim, and um, I think we're going to get a few more Marquette kids. And you know they're they've got quite a few kids that play ball at a high level and right, I think yeah. that'll help us. Yeah, that'll Tim Fanestock's program over at Marquette's been been fairly successful and you still got Greg DeCourcy a little bit behind the scenes there to kinda, you know, as a I don't know what, what you'd want to call an advisor on that staff too. So yeah, there's some pretty good pretty good baseball minds over there at Marquette. So, yeah. Yeah they've yeah. they've done a Fanestock's done a really good job there. Um I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about um you know, um, your opportunity to coach Gage, you know, we talked about Gage a little bit too, but, uh, you know, you got to coach with him in high school, um, at Wood River and then obviously Legion ball and, um, you know, specifically that 2020 season, that probably really was a deciding factor for you guys to push for that probably too, to get that last season for him too, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was, um, I mean, obviously, there's other kids. Yeah, too, that, I, I personally, that would be important to you for for yeah. Him too. I was thinking of the whole group, right? You know, but it was it was a fun summer. Um, again, without Kent Getzey in Washington, wouldn't yeah. happen. Um, and you know, Gage decided he did not want to play ball in college. Um, was that and, surprising to you? 
Um, yes and no. I mean, he had the ability to play. He yeah. wasn't a D1 or a D2 right. player. Right. He could have went out to Lewis and Clark. He could have sure. went to Kaskaskia, you know, maybe some D3 school or NAIA. Um, he had a great mind. You know, he wasn't the best talent on the field, but he was a kid that if you had a runner on third with less than two outs, his goal was to hit the ball the right side of the infield. Yeah. That's that's what he did. He knew the game real well. Um, but his pers- given his personality, it didn't surprise me. He's uh, kind of laid back, reserve, um, you know, and, and to play at the next level, for lack of a better term, you got to be cocky. You know, yeah. and he's that's not his personality. Um, and so it didn't surprise me. And he he knew what he wanted to do. You know, he, he's, a, he's a senior now at SIU, uh, going to graduate next May and, with civil engineering degree. And, okay. Um, he knew that if he played baseball, that would delay that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, he just chose to, to go to school. And, and I'm fine with that. I mean, but again – he got to come back and play that 2020 season the year yeah. after he graduated. Right. And, um, yeah, it was special. It really was. What was it like coaching coaching him? I always I always like to hear the stories about, you know, dad coaching a son, you know. It was really easy. I mean, um, I don't I – mean, it was easy. Um, he's a great kid, you know. Um, we had some conversations on the ride home, obviously. Um but it was – I guess it was special. It was fun. I felt like I was probably harder on him than some of the other kids. But I tried to pull the reins back a little bit because I could see that coming on. Um, I would say I expected more from him. Yeah. Um, but, again, I didn't push it too far. That's kind of what you hear from just about, you know, every dad that coaches his son, you know. But uh, I know, um, you know, my dad coached me a little bit in little league, not not at the higher levels, but you know, and not, not when I was in high school. But he, uh, I know, my mom used to get on, get on him sometimes because you know it doesn't doesn't end on the car ride home, you know. And dad's <laughs> coach, you know, you kind of, what did you do out there? Why didn't you do this in this situation, you know? And, and yeah, we yeah. had them, we had them conversations. <laughs> or the dinner table, yeah, yeah, um, we had them conversations. But I think is. As we both got older, um, we learned to uh, – when the game's over, it's over. You can't go back. You know, you you, you can't – you just can't go back. It's over. So right. we both learned that together. And it, talk about for, – for the people out there, I mean, I know when when Tim Stunkel was in here again, going back to that, was he, he talked about just the – the sacrifices that that Kenny made all those years to be a Legion coach. I mean, there's there's no money in it. I mean, just for the people out there that are listening. I mean, the commitment that you're making for these kids because your son's not even playing anymore now. You know, Gage is is done, and you're you're still keeping this going. And and you know, you're you're uh, it's a lot of your time. It's a lot of your money. It's uh, you know, just so just kind of talk about some of the sacrifices and some of the things that that a Legion coach goes through to coach a team of let me players. Let me start that with <laughs> with when Dennis finished. And well, even before that, he would talk about how much money he spent. And, yeah. you know, I knew what the sacrifice was because I was there with him once once I got there. Um, but, but no, there's no money in it. We make no money. Right. We get no expenses paid. Our gas is not paid for. 
you know, we're eating at McDonald's just like everybody else, and that's coming out mm-hmm. of our pocket. Um, um, but Dennis had told me along the way, you know, expect this. This happened to me. This happened to me. I lost this money here. I lost that money there. And I talked to Louis Couric about this recently. You know, I mean, did I believe him? Yes. Did I think he was exaggerating? Yes. He wasn't. Right. I mean, I, I'm. We've had conversation recently. I think I'm living his life over again. Yeah. Just, just twenty years <laughs> in the future, and um, it, it's you know, it's we do it for the love of the game. Right. I mean, we really do. I I enjoy baseball, but I enjoy watching these kids improve even more. It's really fun, um, exciting. Whether you win or lose, um, but that's why we do it. Um, and I know that's why Shockey did it. Mm-hmm. That's why Dennis did it. That's why Wayne Wirtz did it. You know, and yeah. I can go on down the line, but um, it's a great game, and we all love it, and uh, that's why we do it. But there's a lot of sacrifices. I mean, now that now that my kid's not playing, you know, I'm away from my family. Right. You know, my wife's a school teacher. Her time off is in the summer. You know, and I'm on yeah. a ball field, so. Uh, when I'm not on a ball field, I have to make sure that I'm doing things with her. Right, right, yeah. But like you said, I mean, the, the sacrifices—it's really for for the baseball and for the those kids to see that that look on their face. Because man, you don't realize it. You know, I mean, most of us—we're not even playing past high school. You know, I mean, so you get to that 18-year-old age, and it's. It's time to, and now you're not even seeing anybody playing slow pitch softball anymore. But you know that was the transition back then. You know, I got into college. I was like, well, the baseball career is over. It's time to start playing slow pitch. Well, that's almost completely gone now. I'd like to have, you know, Dean Emmerich in here to talk to him about the, the you know, co-ed state here recently. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, and talk about where that's at because I mean that's something that that was so huge around here too. But you know, I mean, now there's. You don't even see that happen anymore, but the kids don't realize, you know, what you what you miss of that as you get a little bit older. You know, the camaraderie, <clears throat> almost that's almost the the bigger part you miss is that camaraderie with your friends and your teammates, but just being on the field too, you know. You're right. You know, they and some of them do. Some of them get it. This summer it wasn't – it was, you know, we ended up on a muddy field in Aviston with a start time at 10 o'clock. And when we got done playing, it was after midnight. And, you know, we we had just got no hit by a really good team Yeah, that, that obviously went undefeated in the state tournament and right. went on and they won one game. A great program. I mean, I talk about they, – Yeah, they, talk about Aviston a they, little bit. I mean, they had the yeah. trifecta. I mean, they yeah. did. They could hit, they could field, and they could pitch. And, you know, to get two and two or three of them, you're a pretty good team. But they had all of them. And that's a small, small, small community. Really small community. Yeah. But they did have some kids from some other areas. Mm-hmm. But um, back to where we were at, um, this year it just kind of ended funny. The time of the day, the conditions. Um, but last year, the group we had last year, there's a lot of kids that realized this was it. You know, some of them weren't going to go on to play college ball. They knew that. Um, they chose a career path. And, it was, you know, it was tough on them, and but we see that every year, as coaches. Um, it was a little, like I said, the, the atmosphere was a little different this year. 
Um, but these kids retire, you know, some yeah. of them retire before they ever get the Legion baseball. They retire in Little League. Right. You know, others retire after high school, don't have the opportunity because, you know, whether there's no – the parents don't have the funding for them to play travel ball and there's no American Legion around mm-hmm. for them to play. And some of them end up in their career at American Legion Baseball. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's 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 hard watching them kids, you know, take that uniform off for the last time. How about Midland, Michigan? They won again. I mean, Great Lakes – regional i mean where where do they come from i mean they they're they're always good annually they're so they they did not win their state tournament this year okay if they didn't or if they did they would have won it for the 26th time the rules are different in michigan you can carve out zones in different states illinois doesn't allow that so it's my understanding that midland draws a line across the state and they get every player north of that and it's about in the middle of state. Okay, that helps. So it's it's yeah. it's tough for post one twenty six to compete with that. Yeah. Um. And and how Shockey did it is just amazing. To for them to you know I don't know exactly how many state titles Ken won, but then to win a national title with that group of kids. Yeah. And you know of course that, that was, was a, group, a special group of kids. Those, those 40 guys and are going forty and zero. Yeah. But you know, I mean. Go back and look at that group, though. You know that group was um, wasn't just the forty and O team that that Edwardsville had. Justin Hampson, who was a major league baseball player, he didn't play that year. I had talked to Justin when he was with the Padres. Um, I did a story on him, and he said it was it was a big regret for him because he decided to go play some select ball somewhere, and he didn't play for that team. Nick Seibert, who had been one of their big pitchers. He didn't play till later in the year, so he wasn't there until about the playoff run. And they had a guy like a Chad McCoy who didn't play for the high school team at Edwardsville, but he's on the team putting in big minutes. They had um, Todd Haug, you know, coming in from Roxana, Roxana to yeah. be a catcher on that team. Sure, they had the Chad Opals and the Dave Crothers and the Hutton boys and and all that, but uh, you know, there it wasn't quite the same forty and O team, but you know, they still came together and. And won that, and that is as great as. And I mean, the high school team was great too. But they they had to go through guys like Jason Worth, I think, on the way to that you know uh, national title. They had to go through uh, Neil Cotts, who pitched a long time as a reliever in the big leagues, on the way to that you know. So there was they were playing some legit players, you know. And then to have a bunch of kids that age go to Las Vegas and keep them honed in on a baseball tournament. Oh my lord, that's it's a feat. It is. Yeah, it it really it is. is. Stunkle um, talked about that a little bit. You know, I mean, I was around Chad Opal a little bit as a player. I want to have him on here some because I know Chad pretty well. But the amount of poise that that guy had as a high school, I've never seen it. The leader, he was like, he was like a Derek Jeter high school baseball player. I mean, you know, he he hit his. He hit his peak as a baseball player. He he was still really good at SIUE, but I mean he was he had reached his potential already. He just hit his potential as a baseball player so much earlier than everybody else. He figured everything out. He was smart. He knew how to hit. He knew how to do everything, and was just heads above other people on the way he played the game. That people were still developing, you know. 
and yeah, it was it's crazy. It's fun to yeah. watch kids like that. Yeah. Kids that have the ability, but then have yeah. the mental capacity to kind of take it all in and. You know, not only can you see the ball well, but you see the field well. Right. You can watch the play develop in front of you. Um, that that's special. That that you know, obviously to to see a player like that. Yeah, I mean, I got to deal with him when I was working for the the Bombers at that point, and that was when he was coming, you know, finishing up at SIUE and got to spend a whole summer around and watching him play day in and day out. I think he might have been MVP of the league that year. Um, on top of that, he was national player of the year for <laughs> Legion baseball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was a, a legitimate stud. But um, yeah, back, back yeah. to Midland, right? So back to Midland. So obviously, you know, you got to go through Midland to get there. You know, and and you remember Nick Paul, the yes catcher at Alton. Yeah. You know, we coached together. I think it was the summer of eighteen. Dennis had the juniors. You know, he we've talked about him. Man, they're just they've been there so many times. Right. You know, they they know how to act. They they know what they need to do to get the job done. Um, and that's where I want to take post-126. I don't know, you know, if we can get beyond that. But, you know, we've, we've been to the state tournament. We've earned our way there. You know, now next time we go win it. And then we get to the Great Lakes Regional. You Man, know, you got to. You got a pool of you got a pool of talent around here. That's no doubt, and especially if you're the the only one, you know, yeah. pulling from that pool in this area. I mean, you know, that's it's a it's a good group of kids. Yeah, to get it is, and there's a there's enough kids in this area, absolutely for sure that are that are good enough to compete there. Uh, we just got to we got to get them on the field, American Legion field. How was the how was the junior legion program this year too? That you still have that going too? Yeah, That's amazing. Um, they were really young. Um, they started out pretty decent. They kind of hit a skid in the middle, and when I say skid, it was a rough patch. Um, they just had trouble putting things together from hitting, pitching, and fielding. I talked about the trifecta earlier. They had games where they didn't have any of them, but again, they were young, um, and you know. The, they sh- should return a lot of kids. Um, talk on the street is we're going to have a lot of n- new younger kids that are pretty good ball players coming in, so th- that'll help. Um, th- but um, you know, and then I think five, six of them will should move up, and maybe they can contribute at the senior level. Who who was coaching the junior league? This um, year? Preston Shepherds, who's a former player. Okay, yeah, uh, just graduated okay. a year ago from Alton High. Okay. Um, he played for played everywhere for Coach Harper. Um, played played outfield. He caught a little bit. Uh, I think he even played some third base. Um, he caught for us in the summer, uh-huh. and um, he wanted to coach. He he really enjoys it. Um, he had a tough summer. He yeah. really he really did. And then a guy by the name of Rick Girth from Bunker Hill. His son played on the team. Okay. Um, and Rick had coached the year before with Nick Dorsey. Okay. And oh, Nick came over. He did yeah, junior he, legion for post one twenty six. Yeah, and okay. he's going to be back next year. Okay. Yeah, Nick's going to be back next year. So, um, and he's looking forward to it. I just left him. I'm helping at the middle school in East Alton. Oh, okay. Um, Pete Clayman, uh, Nick, and uh, Darren Clark from Bethalto. So okay, we're, we're all a good coaching group. that team. Yeah. yeah, that's a good group of guys for sure. So, so oh man, you know. Uh, well, congratulations on a on a twenty win season, and um, you know keep up the the good work. It's it's good to see some Legion baseball around. Like I said, to 
to carry on with that that tradition and that community. I mean, I'm I'm big on on these community events and traditional stuff. I mean, that's why I'm part of that, you know, Gallatin basketball yeah. awards. You know, I want to keep that going. You know, I was I was sad to see the uh, um, Casey Hall football banquet go away. You know, uh, that was. I, I didn't like seeing that, you know, and I, I'm, you know, I'm just big on that kind of stuff to bring the community together and, and do things like that. Cause I think that kind of stuff's going away. It It is. Um, and it's a shame. In every aspect. Yeah. Not just uh, baseball. But yeah. Not right, just yeah. baseball, everything. And, um, you know, we're not that old, but we're old. Right. It, it, we've seen a lot of changes and, and like you said, that stuff like that's just going away and, um, don't quite understand it, but, um, you know, maybe something will take its place. You know, I love with the basketball banquet to see a kid, you know, maybe maybe a kid that, that, that doesn't have a whole lot or whatever, walk out of there with a big trophy and, you know, a brand-new basketball under their arm or something, you know, and, and uh, just to see, like, a big smile on their face or glow on their face. And, you know, it's those types of things when they find out they've won an award like that and they, you know, they kind of perk up and, you know, it's – it's exciting for them. And that's why, like, even when we do our trivia night for the basketball banquet, I, I reach out to the coaches and I get kids to come um, and volunteer, you know, and, and be there and be runners and go to the tables. And I talk about the history of the banquet. And this past year we brought back past winners. And, I mean, I know Dennis had tried that, you know, with with um, when we were hosting uh, the uh, Great Lakes Regional a while back, bringing back former um, Legion players and doing things to let the kids see that stuff. And those things are great. They're great, I think. You know, and they are. They really are. And you talk about bringing back players. And, you know, some of the – well, Alton Highs did a good job of having that alumni game. Yes. Uh, I Unfortunately, I haven't been able to see any of it because I – Oh, this I, year was fantastic. Th- this I, one was the first one they'd made all the way through. I went out there. It was – fantastic i mean yeah and you know i've tried to do that with with the legion and i've i've not had any interest really Um, yeah and you know it's if you you know people they get older they get married they have families you know and and baseball's not a sport you can just come out and throw nine innings you know no Uh, right you know you got to get yourself in shape and and um well most sports are anyway but yeah i've tried to reach out and you know with the still all three of the stilts i've got some good feedback from them yeah they would obviously come back but it just hasn't got beyond that um i'd love to do it um but you know and, and maybe bring back some of the old coaches as well um roderick's had he's gotten a lot of the guys from his era he's having problems getting the newer ones you know, and he's had, he's got a few guys, you know, a little older than him. But uh, there, there's a couple guys from my era now. But I'm going to be 46, and in a couple weeks, I mean, I'm getting to a point where, uh, you know, guys my age are not wanting to get out there and do much of that anymore. So, yeah, yeah I, know, I, I quit. I, I, it's hard for me to believe that I was playing softball three nights a week not that long ago. I don't <laughs> think I could make it through a seven inning softball game now nah, i'd probably hurt myself we we do an alumni game for my my so, slow pitch team and guys have been wanting me to get that going again we haven't done it since 2019 now but you know i got 40 oh what i have no we had we have 
20, 25 guys, 24, 25 guys come out for a alumni slow pitch softball. And just you talked about awesome. camaraderie earlier. Whether you play or not, just getting together. Yeah. And and reliving the memories from past. Is, we, we spent more time at sports staff than we did playing softball. And that's day. okay. Yeah, no, that's okay. Fun. Yeah, and it, but you know, it's that's what that's what I miss. Like now is I don't necessarily miss playing as much as I miss the camaraderie. When I think back on it now, it's thinking of you know going to a state tournament or or playing softball with the same guys that I played high school ball with, and the same guys yep. I played little league ball with that I you know, kept playing ball with my entire life, you know, I mean, those, those are the memories that, you know, that I, uh, I think of when I think back on that stuff too. So. Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, I played softball as well. And one thing I'll mention, I was able to play with my son. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was about 16, some guys from work. We'd played together in years past and thought about putting a team together in a fall league and a couple of the kids played and, you know, it was, you know, I never thought I'd get that opportunity. Yeah, um, that's pretty to cool. play and 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 that and then that that fall reminded me why I'd quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, all right. Well, Doug, I appreciate you coming in, man. And like I said, keep up the good work and and try and keep this uh, Alton Post one twenty six going and and keep these guys playing baseball. It's a great thing. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me again. I couldn't do it without with the local high school coaches helping out whether they're coaching like Nick Dorsey is or just right. kind of pushing players towards us. And then, you know, the River Dragons have been a huge asset of ours. Um, and they're, they're they, going to be – I know they're going to support everything local. I, I, Dallas is big on that. You know? yeah. And that's why he let Joe Roderick have that. I mean, he he went to, to Joe and, you know, said you could have the Alton alumni game out here at, you know, yeah, the hop rather than doing and, it. And it's they've did amazing okay. things out there. They really mm-hmm. have, um, and you know, they've been really good to us. You know, we're fitting our schedule in between theirs, and and you know they they you know Dallas has been out there working, you know, and then yeah. and then beyond that, we gave up one of our home games because American Legion All Star Game went away. Oh yeah, probably in 2018. Okay. You know, District 22 used to play right District four and five over Missouri mm-hmm. and. You know, the story from Wayne is they got tired of us beating them. And and we did, and we did. So Don Wallace suggested we bring it back. And, you know, the cost to play down to Grizzly Stadium where we were at is through the roof. And yeah. so we had a home night, you know, out here that I hadn't put a game on yet. And I reached out to, to Dallas and, and the owner, Steve, and they're like, sure. And, you know, I told them about how many – kids we'd have and how many teams were there and what we ended up doing was playing district 22 against 23 so we bought breeze over in trenton yeah and then you know several of the teams were we had six or seven from 22 at the junior level wasn't the senior level and um but dallas said hey i'll if you get pictures of these kids i'll put them up on the video board we'll put their names up and all this stuff yeah and it was unbelievable i mean the kids loved it the parents loved it i can't thank them enough they no, really it was, yeah it, it was, was really neat that's great that's great yeah he had at the alton alumni game they had everybody's senior pictures picture up there it was awesome you know yeah guys that i went to school there's their senior picture you know with the, you know like 
you know, 90s, like, longer Long hair, hair yep. mullets, and, you know, the, <clears throat> whatever, you know, 80s guys. There were a few guys. I guess nobody from they graduated in the 80s, but early 90s, they were. They Still were had the long hair in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early 90s, for sure. For sure so. But, again, thanks yeah. for having me. No this problem. This has been a blast. No problem. Yep. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening to the Coach Speak Podcast. If you're a coach or player or know a coach or player who would like to be featured on the Coach Speak Podcast, email Bill at broseberry5123 at gmail.com. And tune in next time on Coach Speak, presented by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Steve Medford.